I'm not, are are the Mavs dead? The down 3-0, like is it is it time to say free 42 die, free young thug, free gunner, free duke, free my slimes. Passing out the medicines. We've been on that rock star regimen, knowing that I'm heaven sent, higher than I ever been. I got a problem with what's going on, guys. This is totally blitzed podcast. And this is the motherfucking Monday episode. Help get you kicked off. Help your Monday get kicked off to the right attitude. These are your hosts for the episode. I'm Paul Pickle Winnem Concha. I got my Kush and OJ rolling ready. And you're right. Oh, I should go get some OJ, man. I do got some OJ in the fridge. I got my Kush right here. Let me go get some OJ out the fridge on the boys one time, man. But you're right. No, it's that boy, little KK, aka the Dom Pye. AKA the motherfucker, you should go follow at little underscore L I L underscore Kev Kev on Instagram. You feel me? They got some new shit on the coming on the way very, very soon. And while you out there, man, go give us a follow on the Twitter at totally underscore blitz. We fucking every fight weekend, every sporting event, you know, we're there, we're talking, we're covering it. We love to get the community's feedback, and we always run in polls. And I'm not gonna lie, this weekend we had a fucking probably the most votes on our polls of all time. Hey man, I got my OJ and this motherfucker. So rah! hey, man, that's no I got it out my yeah, motherfucker. Best boss, my my best boss, bud. You know, hey, guess who got me this? <laughs> who got you this? Myself, because I, I know I'm a boss, you feel me? So I, I, I'm working on being the best one. Let me know, bro. Mm-hmm. Well, what's going on with you, man? What you doing this weekend, bro? Uh, this weekend, so, I mean, not really the weekend, but my mom's birthday was Thursday, so we turned up for her. I actually did my very first ever funnel. Like the beer and shit. Not as hard as I thought it was going to be. But it was very, like, it is not the easiest. I had a good coach. That's all I'll say. I had someone who did it before that could tell me the tip so I don't fucking blow that shit, like, have that shit explode on my face. Bruh, what did you get you so up in the morning? I'm shook. This shit, I took a sip of this shit, and I'm ready to motherfucking, I'm ready to take on John Jones. Zing, boy. <laughs> all right, now, fuck Popeye Spinners. Just give me my cushion, OJ, man. Um, uh, shit. What about you? What did you do this weekend? I think I did a whole bunch of nothing. Oh, it was Haitian Flag Day. It was um, it was May 18th was Haitian on Flag Day. So you feel me? We was in that bitch lit. I went to this little compa party. Okay. And then my brother's birthday is also May 18th. So I had like a two-hour conversation with him, which is funny. Always funny. But um, we went to this little compa party. So I'm over here listening to that Haitian music dancing. And Paul, you know my hips don't lie. They, they, they don't tell the truth either. But them niggas don't lie. You feel me? So, like, I was in that bitch moving, grooving a little bit. I was just trying oh, to just stay afloat, stay in motion. But I'm looking at the motherfuckers next to me, man. And these motherfuckers are going in. I mean, at one point, they got these bitches. They got, they're over here back to back, booty rubbing and like doing this. And I'm just like, I have never seen that the, before. And the they were doing it like that. was like uh, other Caribbean like islands. Like, I was seeing how them uh, Jamaicans be in. Like, oh, no, 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 no. I mean, I like that. <laughs> I'm, I don't go to those. Parties. I'm not. I haven't been to those parties yet. But them Jamaicans go crazy. Go, boop, 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 I've seen a motherfucker climb from a tree 
and jump off of it. <laughs> like, don't sound like some Jeff Hardy Dude, shit, bro. The Jamaicans is crazy. Hey, and I it's bet still you be every... going like this. <laughs> no, nah, they don't stop. The Jamaican girls are, like, strong. Like, I don't know what they're made out of, but they can take all that for some reason. Like, <laughs> they be getting killed, killed. <laughs> yeah, no way. The dance floor, bro, that shit, that shit's a real deal fucking uh, extreme sporting event. Nah, no cap, man. But we talking about dances, man. I got a team that's at the second biggest dance in the in, in the NBA, which is the Eastern Conference Finals. Let them know. Which Let is, them know. Which is strictly superior to the Western Conference Finals. The Western Conference is this Western Conference is superior to the Eastern Conference most of the time, but the Eastern Conference Finals is consistently more superior than the motherfucking Western Conference Finals. That's how I always looked at it. Like the Eastern Conference Finals, I always felt like it was a dog fight every time. Like I've never really seen. You don't really see the East. The East get swept like that, unless like it's LeBron versus the Raptors or something. Even though um, I just think in the last few years, also just like a uh, Eastern team, the Western teams have been way more top heavy in the past fifteen years. Whereas the top seed team, like you had the Warriors taking shit, Spurs for a while. Like and other side, yeah, you had the LeBron run, but. It was he had so, a fight. Yeah, he the Eastern Conference 2018 against the uh, Celtic same Celtic squad. Like he went to seven and he had like score. Like, yeah, was lost. Yeah, he had a win out. Like I think I feel like the depth in the Eastern goes crazy. Where like you never know who are really gonna be those two. I mean, when LeBron was there, you knew who was one team. But outside of that, it was like you never know who who's playing. Like right now, no one knew. I I I knew, but no one knew it was gonna be the Heat Celtics coming to Eastern Conference Finals. You actually did know that. You actually there was did a lot that. of a uh, oh, probably gonna be Sixers Nets. That's what I'm seeing. Sixers Nets or Bucks something. Like everyone thought the Bucks, Sixers, and Nets were the three powerhouses walking down the heat. Yeah, that shit was funny. How they feel now. But um but I always like the Eastern Conference fight. I always thought about it because if you ever looked at the like the Laker runs like Shaq and Kobe, Shaq, Kobe, Magic. They never played the same team like that. The, the Celtics had to get through Michael Jordan and motherfucking Isaiah to go to go beat the motherfucking Lakers in the fucking finals and shit. Like in the, the Dr. J 76ers before, like around their like first years. Mm-hmm. Dr. J 76ers. You had the um Pistons and you had the Celtics. Like you had to deal with them every year if you wanted to do something in the East. Like there's a reason why Michael Jordan ain't do nothing until 91. Like yeah. So I always, I always respect that. And then you go look at the Eastern, with the Eastern Conference, the when Shaq and the boys, like they were playing against Reggie Miller and the the Larry Bird coached Indiana Pacers, motherfucking AI, and then they had to play against Jason Kidd in the Nets. Like they were always, there was always somebody crazy coming out the East. They were just getting overwhelmed by the West. So I always love the Eastern Conference Finals, and my team is there once again. Unlike bitch ass niggas like Kyle. Whose teams hasn't touched it? Have never even touched. Have only touched conference gold in the bubble. You fucking bum. Ooh, bubble gold. That's gold plated. Yeah, and it's not like we didn't touch it as well. We touched conference gold. We conference conference silver. Conference silver. We we got conference silver. We just didn't get the gold. You feel me? You bum ass bitch ass motherfucker. Go cut your hair. Nah, but I just want to know what's up with all the, like the. I thought it was just anti heat. Because the way everyone everyone's picking this, at least before game one, everyone on like analyst side and shit, like the the media was all 
oh, Celtics going to win this. Da, da, da. There AJ Reddick. Yeah, a select few who who was talking heat, but I'm like real select few. And then now I just feel like not just anti heat, but just like what's up with Miami, bro? Because the Dolphins be getting shitted on, the Heat be getting shitted on. Like the, the only team that I, I don't know much about is the Panthers. They're I know they're the best team in hockey this year, but they're losing three zero to the Lightning right now in the playoffs. So it's like. I don't know what their media is looking like, if they're also getting shitted on, but I just know for the Dolphins and Heat, it's just always like, cut us some slack, bro. <laughs> it's like, like none of y'all even picked us to be where we at, but now, but if, if we fuck up a little bit, it's like, oh yeah, like I remember after game two when the Celtics tied it up, it was like, oh, that, that's it. That was the Heat's best chance. It's over now. Celtic is so, like, and it, I was just like, what are y'all? It's tied up one one. Like this is a seven game series. Like the, the, the y'all haven't seen an Eastern uh, a Heat playoff run before. It goes like that. We don't sweep people. It's a fucking good it's series. Good. Nah, it's because Miami. I think it's a city thing because like the only thing to give respect to Miami was for the U back in the nineties. I feel like everybody loves Miami. You can, everybody wants to go vacation in Miami. Miami gets crazy. And Miami has a winning culture. They consistently win. They consistently, they consistently not. You never, you never really hear of a Miami team in the bottom, in the bottom three percent, the bottom five of whatever league they're in. They got a lot of stuff out there, and people come from there to like, like maybe twenty, maybe eighteen or twenty percent of the league has to have trained in Miami, or has either is from Miami, from Florida, and got some exposure in Miami. Or is genuinely trained in Miami. If it comes to training, I think we could probably move up that number to sixty percent. So it's just like one of those things they overlook it for some reason because like they 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 want to give more more clout to to Dallas and LA and New York, who genuinely isn't good even slightly, but because their markets are a different culture, it's yeah. they just don't want to give the South no love. But it's okay. Cause y'all gonna have to in a sec, you bitch. Put some respect on it, bro. The only one, only time I ever hear respect get put onto like us is like Jimmy Butler's performances and Eric Spoelstra's legacy. Even then, Mad Dog Russo. For, all right, I'm standing my Fuck Mad Dog Russo. I think he's the y'all can hate Stephen A. Skip Shannon. Any person you hate, Mad Dog Russo is at the top of the mountain for me, bro. That's enemy number one. He he be speaking blasphemy on the air, and I like. It would genuinely be making me upset when I listen to his takes. And it, it's hard to do that. I think it's tough to ever really respect somebody else's opinions on on sports because, like, it's opinions at the end of the day. Like, if you're saying something outrageously enough to make somebody, like, genuinely get upset, I feel like you're just, you're just the fucking dickhead. Because, like, it's an opinion-based thing. So, like, what you're saying is just outrageously disrespectful. But you really pisses somebody off. Like you can get hurt. You're, let's say you're a dick writer. You can get hurt. Like you're a LeBron dick writer. You can get hurt that they said this about your man. They said this about the man. But only pay attention to what's true. Like that's that's how that's what they figured out. Like you're about to tell us about LeBron. What's been going on with LeBron recently? But just tell us what is true. But like for normal for fans, especially people that make their own sports takes and stuff like that, like us. For you to say something that's just genuinely all the way out there is just like, shut up, bro. Like, nobody wants to hear you talk. Like, shut up. 
And why you get the name Mad Dog? Are you really a dog? Can you eat? If I put, if I come through and I and I pull two of these out on you, are you going to? Are you going to show me what happens when they let the cage dog out? It's not even always the take because the take be bullshit, but it's just the way he says it. Like, like you're wrong, and it's just like this motherfucker here. Like when he was talking about like uh Bob, like Chris Paul ain't even better than Bob Cousy and shit. I was just like, like. Like he he's super big. He thinks the golden era of basketball is like the sixties. Like he's and he's stuck and he will die in that era. Like he doesn't believe anything. He's like only two players could even ball back then nowadays. And I'm just like, bro, Giannis, Giannis be putting up Wilt numbers right now if he was uh, playing in Wilt's time. Like, but like you said, it's all opinionated. But when he was speaking, bro, it, it, I gotta turn the channel. Otherwise, I'm having I'm a bad gonna, like, day. I would, that, I would literally look at him like, yo, that might be the stupidest shit I've ever heard. He said but when Stephen A is doing that to him, that's when I was just like, he is the craziest motherfucker. Just, everyone does that to Stephen A. So even when Stephen A is looking at you like, brother, come on. What are you doing? Are you lost? Yeah, and I feel like I feel like normal um, analysts and stuff like that, because what even is the sports analyst? Like, it wasn't until we started doing our own um our podcasting, I was like, wow, we're just became analysts, like because yeah. we we woke up and felt like talking about sports. So I feel like they think their word is law in a lot of situations. And it's like, no, it isn't. Like it's gonna it's gonna change next time. Next time we have a conversation, probably. No, but uh on the western side, bro, I'm a, are are the maps dead? The down three oh like is it is it time to say Cancun? Is it are they looking to see their Cancun trips and everything? Or was it a good run? No one, hey, I'll give you congrats. No one expected y'all here to even begin with. Like Western Conference, y'all y'all um finals. No one expected y'all to upset the what were sixty five win Suns or whatever amount of wins they had. Um, I did. <laughs> oh, you did. You had you had I the maps. I did, I did, I did because I like Jalen Brunson. I didn't know the boys was deep. Like when I seen them play because I didn't start watching the um, basketball to the playoffs. So I seen them boys was a high seed. They was like a three. They was like a three or four seed. And I was like, oh, because yeah. they they was playing the Suns, not the Suns, the the uh, what's that shit team? Uh, the Jazz. There it is. And, and I, I, I like them over split. the Jazz. And I liked how Jalen Brunson was t- was turning up. Dor- Dor- Dorian Finney-Smith. I like how deep they was. Beaumont tall ass still getting boards. I wish he was. I wish he was more aggressive. I would. I would. I would leave him outside in the cold somewhere. Just make him. Make him. Make him do push ups. Get his aggression up. But um, motherfucking um. So I like. I like um. I like that team, and I like their how deep they were. So I was. So I saw them get. I saw them beating the Suns. I didn't see them like commandingly over overmatching them in Game Seven. But I liked, I I did like them to sit down and say like, you know what? I like us to we can beat this team. Let's figure it out and put it together. I did not see anybody figuring out a way to do um to stop um Warriors besides an Eastern Conference like a like a Bucks or like a Bucks who are bigger than them or or Celtics who are bigger than them or 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 Heat which is more deeper than them and plays more defense than they do. So. And they they're all day in the passing lane. So if you fucking pass five times, I fucking for no reason I fucking dare you with Jimmy with Jimmy and um Victor Oladipo just lurking right there, ready to rip. Fuck wrong with you. Mm. But but motherfucking um 
so yeah, so the short the short answer to that question is yes, the Mavs are dead right now, three zero against the Warriors, and you got Edgy Wiggins who's being aggressive, balling All Star this season, Clay Thompson. Yeah, that shit was bad. This shit was bad. So Steve like, Kerr challenge. They called a foul on offense. Steve Kerr said, "No, no, you ain't taking my boy highlight away." Yeah. And then Jordan Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole was the, was been on um, the talk of the playoffs. Steph Pitt putting up numbers, dropping night night threes on motherfuckers, turnaround threes on motherfuckers. Like, yeah, they everybody said Shaq said all summer, like, don't sleep on Golden State. Golden State is coming. Shaq said that the entire summer, and I'm watching it like wow. They're bad. They're fine. So I shout out the Mavs. Hopefully they can get one game, one game in, one or maybe two, but no, nah, they're not. Yeah, they're dead. They're just they're dead. dead. They're not beating this team. Yeah, the Warriors are back, man. This is it. Like, uh, that, that team. And Jordan Poole, he got – you hit on him, but he got robbed the most improved player. I don't know how you go from G League last year to doing what you're doing this year, putting up the numbers you put up, and then, like, you don't win it. But – John Morant was – John Morant was, like, more of a media favorite. Yeah, but I – like, he gave the fucking trophy away. So, how the fuck do they feel? Yeah, like, like that man was an MVP. should have been – MVP talk, not improved talk. Uh, mm-hmm. He said it himself too. I think that's where I got that part from. But uh, yeah. hopefully, yeah, Luca, brothers, keep your head down. Hope, uh, hopefully, them boys, Mark Cuban. He, he's not like you have an owner or GM who who isn't wanting to win right now. Like he still owns them. Yeah, Cuban. Yeah, bro. That was so like. Why did they be like the governor? The Mavs governor, Mark Cuban. I was like, bro, what the fuck did he sell them? He's like the Jerry Jones of, like, basketball, in my opinion. He's the only – like, he's one owner that even outside of sports, you people can recognize him. Uh, you think you think it has something in fact that they're in the same city? Probably, yeah. They probably touch shoulders, you know, talk the same business mm-hmm. tables. Yeah, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry was like, hey, Mark, I'm going to need you to understand you need to be outside. Be, yeah. be at every game. Fucking, the story. Be, at every, be at every meeting, be at every meeting, and uh, let people understand that you are the Mavericks. We are Dallas. I <laughs> kept it moving. Yeah, he's a hey, bro. You do that long enough, you you get to make the draft picks. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, but that hey, makes good sense. I had to completely forgot about that. Yeah, but hey, at least they got someone who wants to win. They might bring somebody. You got free agency. Shit, this uh. They definitely looking to build. They got rid of Porzingis. They got some young stars in Dinwiddie and um, Brunson. Well, Dinwiddie's not young, but Brunson's young. And you got Luca. Those are not some you bad pieces. I think the thing about that team is that you Luca's the chess. You need nothing but the right chess pieces around your team. If you haven't, you she gotta have the right team. chess pieces. You gotta have right, and then you can go far. But it took them a while to get Dirk a ring, so we'll see. Let's see. Um. Oh, this is what I also did over the weekend, man. Uh, I watched I watched a couple movies. I ain't gonna say them all because there's quite a few. I added Netflix kind of snapped all their new movies, but uh, I watched the uh, Jackass, the new Jackass, um, Forever. It's on Netflix. It's not on Netflix, but Jackass four point five. You know, like the the they always give out a point five of their movies, which is just like extra scenes that didn't make it. Mm-hmm. And uh, watched that. It was really good. It's on Netflix. Highly recommend. And then, you know, I found my one, two, three, found my way over, and I went uh, jackass forever. And, bro, these men at 50 years old, they go just as hard as ever. 
And then they got these young cats that are coming in to be the, like the new crew, like almost passing the torch. And them boys had to prove themselves. <laughs> like, and they definitely did. Like the, the very first thing, they were like, yeah, we got to prove and show everyone that like these new people, they're not no pussies. Like they're here, they're here to play. And the first thing they did was put uh, funnels up their ass and hot sauce. Wow! Yeah, but that shit. That when they came, when they started, that was the first thing. When they started with that, I was like, "Oh yeah, we're this is prime jackass." This ain't. I would have, I would have gotten been in so much pain watching that because I just ate a hot sausage this weekend, some hot sausage for lunch yesterday, and my asshole was on fire when I was taking the shit. I couldn't imagine putting hot sauce in it. Like, Going the other it, way, <laughs> I would be hurt. I was really cursing all spicy food off of just that 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 experience right there. But no, nah, that shit's crazy. Well, That's I want to. I want to Steve-O as the wild person, bro. That Steve-O, I give him. He, he did his thing. That everyone knows about Steve-O. But I feel like the most left on is this motherfucking Danger Aaron. All right, I didn't realize how much they fucked with this guy's life until they showed the montage of the last few movies. And then what? And then well, all this shit they made him do this movie, he had to take nothing but nut shots. One from a UFC fighter. And uh, take a. Take a guess who they picked for the UFC fighter to punch him in the nuts. Not Francis Ngannou. Francis Ngannou. But as he was like basically like this, wide open, Francis Steve was Googling him, and he's like, so apparently he has the hardest punch in human history. It's <laughs> harder than a Ford Escalade at full speed. And the guy's just like, can you shut the fuck up, man? And they, they hit him. The next one, a hockey player. He has to take a nut shot to, uh, from a hockey player. Like, you know, and they run up. <laughs> wow. But that shit, but they really set this man up. Like, mostly a pogo stick. Ah. Ah. <laughs> that bro, danger Aaron, bro. They really and then they showed they combined that with the other shit he did this movie and then the clips of it. They're like, Yeah, man, I just don't know why he keeps agreeing to it. I don't know why he keeps saying yes. I was like, but he did I'm not gonna say he did more than Steve O, because Steve O alleged, but hey, he right there. Don't sleep on him. So I, I would definitely check it out. It's a good movie you're gonna throw on. This fucking kickback in this hour and a half. Francis Nugan. Um, what Mombaku? Not Mombaku. Well, even he was like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> and they did it. They're like, "Is that the hardest person? Is that the hardest you ever punched someone in the nuts?" He's like, "Yeah, most definitely." And he's like, "Hey man, I got paid already for this. Like, you can say no." You can say no, and I can take my bag and go. He's so much big. Like, he's big to UFC fighters. So whenever he's standing next to Johnny Knoxville to stick and, like, average human beings, right, he just looks so much bigger. And he's just like, that's what you want me to punch? Okay. <laughs> and, like, this guy's just like, so, like, the fear in his eyes, like, can we just get this over with? Like, why do we have to unretire? Y'all said the last movie was the, the, the last movie. Jackass forever, baby. Yeah, bro. Hey, you couldn't pay me enough, but I would love to do, like, one skit with them. But I feel like, I would know in my luck, I would draw some shit like that. Like, oh, yeah, well, I guess if you want to do the one skit, we're going to have uh, 
Francis Ngannou is punching in the face as hard as he can. I'll be like, never mind. Hey, but my thing, my thing about Jackass was I always wanted to do like a parody of it and call it Blackass. But um, <laughs> I was watching some, I was high as fuck watching some random Snoop shit, and I seen that nigga already did it, and I was like, damn. That was something I always wanted to do, like Blackass, because we used to do Jackass shit all the time, like. It was because of the Family Guy episode too. Remember the Family Guy episode? So yeah. we taking like grocery. So we're putting people in grocery carts and we're pushing them down the hill, not knowing where the fuck the hill gonna land. Classic. Yeah, like classic. Put them down the hills, but like we you grew up in the two thousands and you didn't do that, bro. I don't trust you. If you weren't doing. If you weren't trying to do one of something out of the stunts, you know, we're doing some jackass today. Motherfucker eating crazy shit. Motherfucker, Fear Factor was another crazy show like that. We was in prime television, baby. Shit on television, you couldn't beat it. Niggas was eating fucking mule fucking intestines and shit. Niggas, no problem. Didn't bat an eyelash. Niggas said fifty thousand, and that was a lot of money. Like, imagine somebody saying fifty thousand to do that now. You looking at them like they're kind of stupid. I'm asking, how big is the intestine? Like, you know, and raw too. Like you're not cooking that shit. Hey man, after seeing that Liver King and Jake Paul does, mm, it's just like after seeing that, bro. Like, any motherfuckers doing it for free to box? I'm dead. Now that's crazy. But I ask you a question: Would you ever do like a type of martial art? Or would you ever get into like some type of fighting or something like that? Because I keep watching this Ultimate Fighter, and I'm just sitting here like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna just become the next UFC champion. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's I'm lying because But like I keep watching this, like you know what? I gotta get into some type of training mode. Like I gotta do something crazy. No, I feel like shocked my body it's into a new Something level. about fighting, watching people fight. The, the, I don't know if it's human or just male or just like us, but just like like just getting up and just like throwing in the fear. Like <laughs> as I walk walking, like I'm feeling the energy. Like I'm, I'm like. I got unused energy as I'm standing there, like, bro, I need a fuck to do something, like, and uh, it makes you start, like, oh, yeah, bro, like, all you gotta do is, like, a, like, you're watching them, you're thinking, I could, I could do that, or you're, like, your IQ, like, oh, if I was in that position, what would I do, and then all of a sudden, you're, like, I'm gonna go to the gym, and I'm gonna fucking learn how to do this shit, like, and then, and then I'm really know what to do in that position. I'm trying to go, I'm trying to go to America's top team one time, put, put a couple people on arm bars. Yeah, be a like, Captain Shell. What do you need from me? Oh, bro, I saw fucking one of the funniest shit. So I was just strolling my little Facebook news in the morning, and it said it was local news. So it was Jacksonville, Florida. Two guys try to steal a motherfucking light pole off the street, a whole ass light pole, like a 30 footer, 40 footer, like, and they had it tied on the top of their truck like they had a little like pube car like the little cube and that bitch was flat like 50 feet long and they were driving on the side of the street stole that motherfucker <laughs> like the cops found them easily <laughs> so I, was saying, I don't want to act how they got caught like i can yeah. probably guess how they got caught but it's like what did you need for the light pole, like what? What is this purpose? Like you think that mission is automatically jail time? Like there is no way you're getting away with this mission. I just want to know, like, how big did that light pole look on that car? Because that's right. I'm light poles are already pretty fucking tall. Like you should see them, bro. As they're doing, like they're looking like. Looking at you, crazy for filming them because people are like recording them because it's the middle of the day. 
Damn. <laughs> like on a street as they're stealing the light pole from the street. But there is gonna take how we do, see look, we talking shit. What are they some Robin Hood motherfuckers, right? And they, they went to a place that was full of light poles already. And they was like, hey man, I'm gonna borrow, I'm gonna take this one and take it to somewhere that needs that's too dark. Bring like, electricity yeah. to the hood. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they thought they was doing, brother. Yeah, it's probably still sitting in jail right now thinking, did we take a wrong turn? Is that why we got caught? It was like, damn, we always got away with it. You think, <laughs> you think, you think we could get away? You think we did the next one at night? We got it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny as fuck, but not. What, have you ever been to Jacksonville? No, I drove through it, though. But Jacksonville is a wild-ass city. Like... There's always some bullshit going down in Jacksonville. Like, I'd be, because whenever I go out there, I used to go out there with uh, my old manager, right? White boy. I'm thinking, like, okay, there's no way I'm getting no bullshit out here. No. Jacksonville is the bullshit. Like, there's something going to go down. But I love Jacksonville. I get love in Jacksonville. I should do that. Like, I get a lot of love in Jacksonville. Like, consistently, like, Jacksonville, Duval is a city. Like, I had bitches out there by accident. Like motherfucking, motherfucking um, niggas being niggas being niggas at the gas station. You showing love. Well, last time I was out there, niggas just randomly gave me a pack of blunts. Niggas like, hey, bro, you want the other blunt? I I I just need one. I'm like, well, fuck, sure. And it was a Dutch. Oh, you want? Thank you. I appreciate you. Like, but they do stop using food stamps after ten o'clock. I never heard of that shit before. But I was like, it's Jacksonville. But every time Jacksonville is a great ass city. We got to go out there and do some podcasting, like some vlogging or something out there. Maybe go to a Jaguars game. Facts, no. Jagu- I, do we play? No, I don't think we play them again this year. We ain't going to be able to get our remax. Oh, oh damn. Ty- imagine Tyree killer, Tyre killer Jacksonville. Killing oh, my niggas. gosh. Oh, Scary. my God. They don't have a single corner for that. Oh, uh, speaking of scary, bro. Who's the best? Shooter of all, I'm gonna give you five shooters. All right, you get to pick which is the best shooter of all time, or at least out, out of the five, I give you which is the best. Mm-hmm. You got corner Ray Allen, game five, Clay, mm. game five, or game six. Oh, game six, my bad, right. I mean, I, I, but even I was, that's why I paused. I was like, I think I'm supposed to put game six. Game six, Clay. Okay. Steph, when the Warriors are up 20 and it's a fast break. Mm-hmm. Hoodie Mellow. And warm ups, Larry Bird. Warm ups, Larry Bird, by far. Oh, damn. Uh, by far. But I'm taking a deep step all day. But Warm up, warm up. I'm taking, but I'm picking. I'm t- like, if I'm gonna sit there, like, fuck, you know, I'm gonna need to. If I'm gonna put my money on warm up, Larry Birds. I gotta put some money into, you know, motherfucking deep, um, um, perimeter defense, Patrick Beverly or something. Like, I need, <laughs> I need somebody watching that because that's all. That's what I'm worried about. But by far, wow. warm ups, Larry Bird, because not only is he coming in in his warm ups, this nigga's shooting lights out. And he's talking shit. They said he came into that fucking locker room. First thing he said was, all right, so which one of y'all boys get a second? What? Boys, no. What? Who the fuck is this white boy talking to me like that? 
They just invented this fucking three-point contest. Who made the fuck? Who told you for to win this shit, nigga? And then he went on to win all the first three. And the winning show time, the uh, show on uh, HBO, they had the little part when they playing in Boston against them was perfect representation. He was like, all right, I ain't got enough time for all this shit. I'm a fake right, go left between the legs, nothing but net. And they're like, what you say? And he did exactly, and then didn't even touch the rim, nothing but net. Ah, I was like, that that's Larry. Like, I, I really wish he just hired a contractor to lay that, and they would have got the driveway handle for him. Because imagine if him Maggie Johnson, if him, if he hired a contractor, Maggie Johnson wore condoms. Like the entire Jordan legacy. Would be Isaiah Thomas, different. like there, there, there's a whole re rewrite of history because Larry Bird. On I, I, after watching documentaries and knowing who he was and how he played, and everything was just like I didn't realize is like exactly that, like how quickly if he fell off because of the back injury, and it wasn't even fell off. It was just he can't play every game and when he does play he's literally breaking his back into place playing for 20 minutes and then having Austin is locked up again or if someone intentionally fouls him hard like the Pistons did a lot that shit it was over like now it's back to shot again so like I think if we never had those back injuries Magic Johnson never never catches what he catches and the NBA doesn't react the way they do and boot him out we uh Isaiah, I like you said Isaiah's ankle. If Isaiah could just stay stay, if I they, that Pistons team could run a little bit longer. Dennis Rodman probably never leaves because he still has Isaiah Thomas and Bill with him, and like those are his boys. And the but he never Jordan never gets his third piece that he wants. Like there's a we're looking at I think and then Elijah one like maybe he doesn't retire because he doesn't find it boring because he doesn't have that it's uh that success that he did so fast not fast but like back to back to back like shit bro we're looking at let me see that parallel universe bro let me see this let me see who's lining up where they weren't guarding no bigs because you seen with Shaq and then Shaq and Penny and Shaq and Penny stay together like they were, they were Patrick Ewing was like I I don't even like the Knicks and the uh, Patrick Ewing that much, but they had some fight in the Eastern. Like there was a few game sevens. There was a few bad Jordan games. There was a like he was coming into his own when Larry Bird and them were fading out. But even then, like that's what I'm saying. Like Larry Bird never faded out. Like who who's coming in and stopping him? Mikhail Parrish, Kevin McHale, Danny Ainge. I'm trying to remember Bill the point Wallace guard. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the point guard. I can I can picture him. Dennis, yeah. um, DJ Dennis Johnson. DJ, yeah, yeah. Like who's let's call it a injuries motherfucker, man. But uh, like that, those are one of those great what ifs in basketball. Mm-hmm. I think like there's a few. I respect. It. Hey, but you know a movie I watched this week? Shoot, Django. You know I've actually never seen that movie. Oh, man. They I know it's so great. So much. They say the word niggas so much. But the shit is wild. This man, Jamie Hawks, is Jamie Foxx is a fucking legend. Niggas a black folk hero kid. Like the shit that they do it is and it it didn't have to go this way. It didn't have to go like that even slightly. But these motherfuckers just got to fucking duke it out. But fucking Brad, not Brad Pitt, Leo DiCaprio. Phenomenal. 
He said, Nick. He said, the reason why I went to go watch the movie is because somebody sent me a video talking about some, but Leonardo DiCaprio, Coon, Coon Hall of Fame. I was like, what? Well, let me see. He goes, but this man, Leonardo DiCaprio, called Jimmy Fox a nigga in front of Samuel L. Jackson. Like, they talk about Tom Cruise is cool for doing his own stunts. Like, this man, Leo DiCaprio, is a fucking, is a fucking phenomenal. I bet you, I bet you his ass messed up a couple times, so they had to redo it again. And I was like, he did what? He did what? There's a movie, I was like, oh, yes, he did. There's a clip of him on, um, doing an interview of when that movie was coming. Not him, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is doing an interview, and he was saying, yeah, when we first got there, me and Samuel, Leonardo DiCaprio, he was like, hey, guys, like, just so you know, like, they have this right in here. Like, I don't want to say it. Like, they like they tell me I have to say it. And, and, he, and then Jerry Fox was just like, man, say that shit, bro. Like, you're like, like, making a fucking movie with Quentin Tarantino, bro. Like, fucking let it rip, my man. Like, you he said the next day, Leonardo DiCaprio was just letting that shit fly. <laughs> he, he didn't have to tell that motherfucker a second time. <laughs> I was like, oh, this shit. I, that, when I, like, I've seen so much. Like, that movie, it's all, it's like, I know it's a great movie. Everything I see about it's gold. And I'm just like, three hours. Huh, I got to sit down. Because I know I got to, because that's a movie I don't want to stop when I start. Like, it, I know it's going to be a banger. But I didn't even notice it was three hours. Like, you just, you telling me that make, I was like, oh, that does make sense. That shit was long as fuck. But like, I was getting my hair done. And then you know, say old braids by um, what's it? Well, I got a shout out to Louis Nini Hair Creations. You know, what I'm saying hair braids by that kid, child. But motherfucking, that movie is phenomenal. Like the way there's a part, there's a part where um, all his movies are Quentin Tarantino. All his movies are about three hours. All of them bangs. That's why I'm like, that's the one I haven't seen, but I know it bangs because it has that's Jamie Foxx right there. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's the one right there, and then. It's still yeah, on Netflix the, too, I believe. That's another thing. I'm like, I don't know why I keep not watching it. It's like it's there. Definitely, I'm definitely. It's definitely a ten out of ten. Definitely, they say niggas so much. They say niggas so much. I was in that bitch like, God damn. Oh shit! What else? Uh, oh, this I first. So I was playing the. Uh, there's a Candyland game called Ganja Land. Highly recommend. Super fun, especially like just kickback vibe type shit. Super simple game. Like, it's just read a card, do what the card says. Um, okay, can't beat it. Yeah, and you move spaces. Sometimes, if you do what the card says, you move spaces. If not, then you, like, some card would be like, take five tokes. And if you can't do it, then, like, you you can't move. Uh, so, fun game. And, uh, one of the cards, one of the, there's a whole, there's different types of cards. One of them was fun facts. And it was about all about weed, weed fun facts. One of them, which I just kind of stuck with me because I played this game like a few days ago, but this one that's kind of stuck with me was uh, the head of science or medicine for the United States back in the like, 1930s went on stand to testify in court that smoking weed turned him into a bat. And like that, <laughs> that was one of the, like, the, the key testimonials that was used in the trial, like the prohibitions and that banned weed and all this stuff. Like, that's what we're saying. Like, they really were just making shit up to get weed out of the way. Like, like, this, like the head of science, this motherfucker went to school for 12 fucking, probably 20 years if he's the head of shit in the United States government up there saying that he turned into a fucking bat. 
like a vampire, bro. Like that's you can't make like that. It was like true story. Look it up. <laughs> I was and I was like, wow, like that's a fun fact for real. I gotta burn the extra one for that. I'm trying to turn into a fucking bat. And they were both they were smoking bullshit back then. Like what? He was on there with a straight ass face. I could say too, like. <laughs> And I know the, 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 you know, they had probably had the audience there. Like, oh, it, it did what? No way my daughter smoked in that reefer. Nah, that shit used to kill me. What got me was the 80s commercials when they would have the eggs. And not even 80s, probably still black and white. They'd be like, well, this is your brain. And then they smash that bitch. This is your brain on drugs. And they will talk about some weed is a terrible thing. I was like, what? Who the fuck told these kids this? One of the best movie intros ever is that commercial, and it's Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, and that commercial comes on, and there's Stone, like, just smoking, and he's just like, oh, that looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> he starts laughing, and he's like, oh, yeah, that looks so good. Uh, that, that's the main reason why that's, that commercial is stuck with me forever, is because of that movie. Is that your favorite Stoner movie? Oh, Half-Baked. I really love Dave Chappelle, but I think Harold Kumar is better. Like plot line, funny part. Like I, my heart wants to root for Half Baked because that's like my like more, that was always been my favorite. But like when I rewatched them, Harold and Kumar held up better. Like the jokes hit just as hard. My, and I think there's like they all brought their A game. Neil Patrick Harris came in there. He was like uh, um, the fucking. Um, I came with the Indian guy when he was like dancing with the big ass bag of weed and shit. And there's a daydream and then riding the cheetah. Like that was a whole bunch. Of, uh, I forget the guy from Blackish, Anthony uh, John. Uh, what's his name? Anthony Anderson. Anthony Anderson. He's in there. He's a goat on the low. Niggas don't talk about it, but he's really just shit in, his, in comedy. He goes up, they go up to like a chicken joint. And he's like, oh, they're like, where they where's the White Castle used to be here? Anthony Anderson opens the window and like, yeah, it used to be here, and now, now it's this dumbass chicken place. It ain't no motherfucking White Castle. And he starts to spaz it. He comes back, I'm finna burn this bitch down. We finna go to White Castle. <laughs> like, like, I've noticed that that movie, like, uh, Harold Kumar, I think is probably my, my number one stoner movie. Mac and Dev also. I think those are my three. Half-Baked Mac and Dev and uh, Harold Kumar. Cheech and Chong, I probably mentioned. I haven't seen I haven't seen um Harold and Kumar, but um Oh what how high I fucked with how high I'm so I probably have to put that in my top three. It's probably um number one's half baked, then Mac and Dev, then how high. But one movie that's not a stoner movie, but I love watching high is Dude, Where's My Car? With Ashton Kutcher. Dude, that shit is straight coonery the whole way. The back tats, no. I forgot you how high damn that one kind of fuck there's there's a the stoner movies all kind of hit in two thousands. Nah, but I think it's time to bring the stoner movies back. Hey, I'm gonna need this clip for my documentary, man. Just though Kev is gonna film the greatest stoner movies out there, and I'm gonna make trilogy. No, there ain't no stoner trilogy. It's always been one and done. And I feel like we're missing. Oh, oh, what was it? Pineapple Express. Oh, that was a good one. I don't want to forget. That's actually a great strand, too. Like, I remember smoking that, and I was like, oh, wow. Like, hey, somebody put the movie Pineapple Express on. They came out because of the um, movie, I found out. I thought it was already a strain. I guess they literally invented the strain in the movie or something. 
Oh, wow. That's fine. Yeah. I was like, that's kind of dope. Seth Rogen out here doing big things. Yeah. Why is there not a motherfucking... Oh, so that did put Seth Rogen on the map. But why is there not a motherfucking movie with Wiz Khalifa, Snoop, and Seth Rogen? Is, is you that... can't even have, like, a cameo of, like, uh, a Cheech and Chong that's, like, driving by in, like, a lowrider on their way to doing something. Like, you know, you don't have to have him in for a whole movie. You know, have that like a legendary, like all star stoner movie. Like, is that something I gotta produce? Is who's gonna fund that? We need to start work, get working on funding now. No, nah, bro, you're right, you might have to. <laughs> That's fine, man. But shit, man, it's Monday, man. Anything else you got to get out to um, send the weekend? Any good energy you got for the week? Um, shit. Well, y'all won't hear us really talking, y'all hear us throughout the week on the fight clubs and everything, but. By, by next Monday, bro, I expect Miami Heat to be in the finals, you know. So, speaking that into existence right now, uh, free those guys up in Jacksonville. They ain't do nothing wrong. They're trying to bring lights to the hood. Free 42 Doug. Free Young Thug. Free Gunner. Free Duke. Free yeah. my slimes. Free, um, free Larry Hoover. Dirk, big Dirk free. Like, there's a lot of jail suits you got to shut up. Little Meech got, got arrested over the, like, week. But he got out on bond about having a stolen uh, – he had, like, a, a stolen watch. Keep Little Meech out. Motherfucking, yeah, man. Fuck the law. But, yeah, that young thug shit, I'm waiting for some updates. I'm really shocked they didn't give them boys a bail. They really trying to really hold them niggas. Yeah, no, I've, I've been doing the same thing as waiting on update till I, like, really, like, have a, an opinion. I'm just, like, kind of sitting on, like, is he going to be free or not until, like, the first big update that drops. Kind of like free yeah. agency. I'm just waiting for the first domino. Give my nigga a bond. He's not going on the run. Give my boy a bond. They even offered to give him the passport, like, the uh, so that they can hold it. But, hey, bro. Motherfuckers trying to keep keep my boy down. Trying to keep the whole unit down, too. They not a gang. They not a gang. But, hey, man, and go listen to some Kendrick Lamar. Listen to my Well, shit, I think that's it for the um, the Monday episode. Send hey, man, this has been the motherfucking Monday, man. And we had to talk that good shit with you. We had it. Paul had his kush. I had my OJ. And now he off the OJ and I'm off the kush. And we'll catch you later, you dish. Got a problem with being problematic. Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools, you could go.